Welcome back to Finding Monster Right. Show about fighting monsters, right? Right. Uh, in my white outfit with my weird hat, my name is Adam Hammond. And uh, 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 I don't, uh, I don't know what uh, what character from Jurassic Park uh, I would uh, be, but uh, I'm also here. And today's episode is thank you, Rex. Rex, improving Jurassic World's Indominus. Yes, you know the Indominus Rex. It's the big white one with the long arms that they dropped the ball on a little bit in terms of how crazy you could get when it comes to dino designs. I think when uh, when this movie first came out, well, for, for some background, I uh, was my uh, standard, you know, dino child fascination evolved pretty directly into the Jurassic Park fandom. So, like, I was very much into, uh, like, which of these dinosaurs would win in a fight, and then later I became more of a paleo-nerd. I worked in a paleontology lab for a bit in school. Uh, I mean, that part was more of a professional curiosity at that point. But, uh, basically, like, people were a little bit upset at Diabolus, at uh, Indominus Rex. They were calling it Diabolus Rex a bit for at the beginning there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they changed it eventually, but people, uh, thought that they could do better. Yeah, they, uh, so, uh, should we discuss the, the standard, your box standard Indominus Rex-like powers and stuff? Yes, yeah, what are, uh, counterintuitively to my, uh, dinosaur and animal just background knowledge and, like, knowledge of this franchise, I think you did more research for this episode. So, yeah, uh, I, I approach this a little more as a mechanical designer, so hopefully our two, like, skill sets can kind of interlock here. But, yeah, I, I reverse engineered the Indominus and saw what stuff they put into the, this creature. Uh, and a lot of it feels a little story-driven, to be to be fair, <laughs> that uh, his his powers and the DNA that they patched the uh, this this dinosaur with uh, came from stuff that, as I was doing research into other animal superpowers, were all on the list. <laughs> it, it was it was almost like Colin Trevorrow, uh, like saw the same article that I had seen, which was a uh, cool animal powers. <laughs> Uh, because I, I think you can, uh, <laughs> with your skills, you can tell us how far removed the T-Rex is from the cuttlefish. Um, as far removed as I am from a cuttlefish. <laughs> yeah, just real, real far, far apart. Uh, yeah, uh, wasn't there, like, a thing where that was, like, uh, weren't they, like, trying to explain a way that, like, oh, we used cuttlefish DNA to, uh, so it would be, uh, more, uh, timid or whatever some reason and then like but it also gave it the ability to camouflage yeah and it's like you do know the dna for whatever you were going for is not the same as the dna for camouflaging like you don't just take like a drop of cuttlefish and like throw it in there and hope for the best you have to take out specific sequences that code for certain things the dna part that gives you blonde hair does is not the dna part that gives you um uh, wolverine claws not to mention that often, uh, like, with wildly different animals, the same uh, section of DNA doesn't necessarily code for the same thing. Like, 
a good example is uh, transplanting mouse genes uh, from from the eyes into a uh, into like different parts of a fruit fly makes the fruit fly grow extra fly eyes mm. on it. So that means that the genes that the mouse and the fly have are in common, which makes sense. But I know that certain reptiles can change color to a certain degree, uh, you know, chameleons and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm more familiar with uh, mollusk uh, chromatophores. I don't know if those are homologous. I don't know if those share a common ancestor or if they just evolved the same way. It would almost you know? make more sense for like it to be just like straight like a chameleon. Right? Yeah. If, if they're going for, like, the dino lizard, the lizardy dinos. Which they do do in uh, these movies. They do go for the more well, uh, lizardy well, versions. So I, I think this is all stemming from the, the what happens in the first movie. How they, one of the, some of the DNA that they supplanted was from uh, uh, frogs. Amphibians. <laughs> uh, very f- far removed, yes, but it's uh, uh, the... And that's what led to the problems of the film. That's the uh, the frogs were uh, able to change their sex, and they're some able... West African frogs have been known to change sex from male to female in single sex environments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that uh, led to troubles when they more there's more dinos being bred than they were planning as scientists. <laughs> so uh, you're Indominus Rex. Hey, you know what a T Rex looks like, right? <laughs> yep, it's white. Got it. Yep, okay. It's bigger. Ooh, how much bigger? Uh, like 20% bigger. Okay, that doesn't seem that noticeable. <laughs> you're, you're, you're correct. Uh, you know it's little dangly, wimpy arms? Oh, I hate those things. No, this, this thing's got anchor arms. Hmm. Yeah, they, and he, he wants them veiny. <laughs> Stupid. No, he's got long arms. Far from the dumbest uh, thing that's been said, even five minutes into the episode. Right. And uh, you know its mouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm a big fan of uh, that mouth. Uh, it gets bigger. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so they the powers that the, the Irex <laughs> demonstrates throughout the, the film are that it... Um, it hides its... Uh, dig- its <laughs> I was going to say digital signature. It hides well, its heat signature. It is... <laughs> When you break it down, it is just kind of a CGI model. Well, it, it does uh, it does uh, remove its tracking device, but that's like an intelligence thing. That's insanity. <laughs> well, wait, doesn't it have intelligence from the cuttlefish? Uh, most of the intelligence they claim comes from the uh, uh, Velociraptor. Mm. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, that twist. Here's a thing. <laughs> so, like, I was... Uh, Jurassic Park 3 came out when I was in... Uh, like when I was six or seven, right? Yes. And then from then on, like maybe by the time I was like 10, you know, peak dinosaurs age, mm-hmm. uh, I was, that's diminishing. I know a lot of good paleontologists, but from like maybe the time I was 10 until 2015, I have been following JP4 news. And like one of the biggest things that was in all the drafts was dinosaur human hybrids. Yeah, I I recall that. Which, uh, as someone that is not as in a ingrained in the fandom, seems really crazy to me. I mean, it's the logical, shocking place to go, kind of because, like, in Jurassic Park four, when uh, like the Irex starts talking to the raptors, which is like not how animals work at all, but. 
like the twist is that uh, is that uh, Star Lord is like it's like uh, uh, there's something they didn't tell us, and I was like, he's gonna say it. He's like, that thing's part raptor. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess that's also exciting. Why? I know that it's a big mashup of a bunch of dinosaurs. Why is it special that it's also part this other dinosaur? You know, that's not a twist. Yeah, right. I I, I see exactly what you're saying. Also, we all know that famously dogs can talk to wolves, right? Well, it's just like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, when the wolf pack is hanging out and a dog comes over, a big dog comes over, <laughs> those wolves are like, whoa, this this dog, we should listen to him. Yeah, no, we all know that wolves love dogs and have never hurt dogs. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so Velociraptor, um, uh, but mostly, yeah, it's got that T-Rex base. He's white, he's big. Uh, and, yeah, so uh, he uses tree frog DNA to disguise its heat signature. Which, okay, that is not possible to do. <laughs> like, when you're a tree frog, okay, sure. When you are an animal the size of a Buick, like, you can't, you are generating heat internally just by virtue of being so big. It's called gigantothermy. Yeah, and this thing is, is it has part uh, gigantosaurus. You can't. That's what makes it so big. Oh, yeah, well, uh, the skull is a lot more giganotosaurus uh, shaped. Ah. Uh-huh. You know what? That's a that makes that's a much better pronunciation. Gigantosaurus really is exactly how I want to pronounce it every single time I look at it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's where uh, that's where they claim that that's from. Uh, it does camouflage like a cuttlefish, which uh, turning its whole body invisible. <laughs> you are making an animal for a zoo. Yeah, Why there, are you making? No, oh, there's no situation where putting cuttlefish in there would be better than something that can't like turn invisible. No, no, yeah, and well, like I guess also the idea is that he's uh, that he's making it for the military applications, which that's the stupidest fucking. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's the fucking stupidest fucking. There we go. Thing that I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> like. People have been using elephants and horses in war for decades. Why not dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Like those modern war elephants. That Legolas fights. <laughs> A drone. A, oh. Drones are bad. Imagine if that drone was uh, twice as big and said, Ah! Right? That's a good drone. Imagine if that drone were twice as big, walked around, and tried to kill you. That's just... Uh, yeah, no, I I, I see that. Um, it, it has a heat vision of its own, which it gets from the Pit Viper. That actually, uh, pardon the pun, that scans. And... <laughs> I am I am wondering if there is evidence of uh, that kind of sense in actual dinosaurs. I might need to look into that. I don't know. Contrary to what you might hear from Alan Grant about how its vision is based on movement, it's actually kind of difficult to judge uh, an animal's senses based on only its bones. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And there is some work into yeah. uh, into 
certain uh, lines of research that I think have proven that the T-Rex's vision was not based on movement, but I would need to fact check that. Yeah, uh, and th- those are the uh, the credited um, animal uh, dinosaurs that go into the <laughs> that could go into the uh, Indominus. I think that uh, we can do better than that. I really think we can do better than that. Like, yeah, uh, there's there's some cooler powers out there. There's some better things, both thematically in a movie sense, but also. So I have a th- three different categories here that I'd like to us to judge these under. Okay. Okay. Uh, one is um, as an exhibit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so something to wow guests, uh, something to please the investors, like this. It's brand. This will give the parents nightmares. No, it won't. Like. If it's a dinosaur and they're at a dinosaur park, no one's going to be shocked by that except children. Well, it's also the the whole concept of it where they're like, hey, our park was getting real boring. So we had to make a new dinosaur. We had to make like, a new dinosaur and then we had to blackfish it. Yeah. Like, I, how did, who, uh, the, zoos are perfectly interesting. People go to zoos all year, all the time. Well, Adam... Zoos aren't 120 miles west off the coast of Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah, I I understand that it's a hard to get to destination. Wait, did I remember that number correctly? I don't want to. I don't want to like drop all my Jurassic Park cred and then not remember how far away Isla Nublar is. Well, I I guess what I'm thinking is that when they say, "Hey, we've got dinosaurs," <laughs> uh, honey. There's a new. They have two. They have thirty three dinosaurs this year. Oh, like <laughs> it's like now we can afford it. Oh, a big Moby Dick dinosaur. Oh boy. Now we're not going to Disney. That puts us into the to the next hundred dollar hundred thousand dollar price range. Oh hey, uh, sorry listeners. There's a little bit of thunder uh, where I am, so that might uh, that might be beneficial for the Frankenstein kind of effect. I was gonna say that's because we're disobeying God in this creation. Well, if that were true, I would just be hearing thunder all the time, so I don't know if that's right. Uh, so, okay. Uh, first is the, a- as an exhibit. Uh, the second uh, uh, aspect here is um, as uh, as for the Indominus Rex to combat the oh. the forces of the island and make a better movie okay <laughs> yeah so uh i, I i'd want to say this is a rant that I'll, i'm sure certainly i'm sure i'll have several times throughout the uh, podcast but uh, i don't like invisibility as a power i think it's really lame it's like uh when i was playing skyrim you get to the end of a, a big series of quests and it's like hey do you want to become invisible or do you want a different power i'm like i'll take a different power because i spent a hundred hours designing how my character looks <laughs> and finding this cool cool armor it's like why would i not want to see it <laughs> that happens in D all the time i'm just like invisible who i <laughs> i i have a look a- adam in D, you can't it's never mind <laughs> yeah i i get it uh, but okay, so there, there's that, and the third aspect here is um, military purpose. Right. As yeah. a, oh my god! If this dino is used as a weapon of war, is this a, a good power for it to have? I looked forward to that segment because. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm more of uh, I'm thinking that these are all three criteria that we could look at each uh, power under. There was an amazing. Uh, <laughs> this is off topic. 
this is quasi on topic, but uh, concerning the Indoraptor. Yes, from the the sequel, uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, uh, they make a they make a dinosaur that attacks whatever you point a laser pointer at, uh, but the laser pointer is attached to a gun, which like at that point is it not does it not make much more sense to just point at a thing and shoot it? Yep. And uh, somebody commented like. Uh, Instead of smothering the old man with the pillow, he should have trained the pillow to st- <laughs> to suffocate anyone that he pointed a machete at. Yeah, no, it's a real... <laughs> That's a... It's a humdinger of a motion picture, and I think it's its own whole topic. We're, I, I think we should stick to Jurassic World 1, Jurassic Park 4. Uh, agreed. So, yeah. I, I wanted to also outline some rules of design, but I, I, have not, I only have one rule, and that's... It must, it must still be a dinosaur. Damn it! Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if if we're just gonna be like, hey, it, it's like it's like t- two elephants. <laughs> he won. Are they connected at like the tail? <laughs> no, they're like it. Like it looked like a. They're connected. They're like a centaur. Oh wow! That's huh. That's more of like a millipede thing. This is a terrible animal you've made. <laughs> Get yeah, out no, of here. I... This is a direct quote, by the way, from uh, from from Dr. Wu behind the scenes. <laughs> That's also it's also funny because I, I looked in the research of this and it's like Dr. Wu, he did some DNA slicing for like a plant. And he's like, yeah, I'll just do a T-Rex next. <laughs> but, like there's no they didn't do this for any like animals. Well, in the books, any... in the book, uh, he makes a uh, he makes a like tiny elephant for John Hammond to just carry around and show investors and stuff. Perfect. But he makes it uh, without using any genetic engineering. He just, like, uh, takes the artificial embryo and uh, just, like, grows it in a way where it doesn't grow big. And it's kind he, of he, like, like... He, like, makes a bonsai elephant. Yeah, it's... Oh, that's a... Wow. Hmm. But it's, like, this commentary of that's very present in the book that's watered down into unrecognizability in the films... Uh, it's like this corporate uh, criticism is what the Jurassic Park books are all about. But the point is of like cutting corners and assuming control where you have none. And the movies just kind of boil that down to, yeah, yeah but God says not to do a dinosaur zoo. <laughs> and like, that's not what the books are about. And it doesn't really hold up philosophically at all. There is nothing about Jurassic Park that is less ethical than a regular fucking zoo. It's just that, yeah, it's and like things everyone's that like, aren't supposed to be there, and they're just like... Well, supposed yeah. to be there says who? Jesus? Yeah, right. Did Jesus uh, tell you not to make a dinosaur zoo? And, no, you just assumed he would. Elephants aren't, aren't supposed to be in Philadelphia either. Elephants aren't supposed to be in Philadelphia either. People aren't supposed to be in Philadelphia. People are supposed to be stabbing zebras somewhere in Ethiopia or some shit. Right. I'm going to so. go stab a zebra at the Philadelphia Zoo right now. Just to prove the point. I've lost track. I'll show you stripes. I'll show you. That's not what the... A perfectly reasonable guess for what the zebra's name is. But I know that it's not stripes. But oh, God. I meant stripes is what you do with a knife. Oh. Man, imagine Jesus at the zoo. 
You'd just be like, amen, I say to you, this is hella tight. I love dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So let's talk about some other powers that might better fit the Indominus for a better movie, a better exhibit, a, a better army. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Better animal powers. Uh, well, I mean, do you have a list? Uh, yes, I do. Well, let's hear it. Let's let's throw some of these animal fact pearls at my feet. Uh, okay. So, look, they made they already made the Indominus pretty smart. It had a memory. It knew where they implanted that tracking chip in it. Which so, it's weird that they it, it, it's weird that it knows what that is. Also, and I I liked your concept earlier about uh, human DNA and some of the bad stuff you can get with it. In love, where this is going. Well, not well. You're gonna have a similar movie disappointment when I don't say human DNA. Oh, fucking um, but, damn it, Star Lord. <laughs> uh, but I, I was thinking that what if um, the Indominus Rex talked like a raven might? I'm in. I am so in. Oh my yeah. god, that's so interesting. I, instead of just the boring like roaring and stuff like that, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just it, uh, they, definitely for the. Fallen Kingdom especially tries to do the horror thing, but I think that that'd be really just freaky <laughs> seeing a big monster like this, a big monstrous dinosaur like this, and it's going like, ah, like, like almost forming words. Okay, yeah. You would have to set it up in the movie, though. Oh, yeah. You gotta have like a parrot talking mm -hmm. or something to, to remind people like, oh, yeah, birds talk. Yeah, but they... Because yeah, otherwise that'll just be like some uh, absolute... Like, <laughs> well, you have it. You have it like roaring and growl. Uh, you have it like growling and making sounds early in the film. But at the end, it like you know he's like looking down at, and he says like, glare. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's just some. I I I just thought that was an interesting thing. That All reminds, the way to speech. That reminds me of uh, of um, what is it? The well, there's uh, the rise of the planet of the apes, where uh, where uh, uh, where Gollum tells that to uh, to Harry Osborn, where it's like yes. Caesar is home. But what it also reminds me of is uh, the uh, uh, one of the earlier draft endings to the movie Alien, hmm. where the alien kills Ripley in her escape shuttle, and uh, like puts its mouth through her mouth and uh speaks in her voice like uh asking for like a distress call so that it can like be taken to earth and you know infect everything there Ooh, yeah that's uh that's very cool we should have talked uh, about that in the xenomorph episode <laughs> <laughs> we talked about eight simple rules <laughs> oh man well there's we have no rule saying that we only have to do each monster once. No, we, we can definitely return to the Xenomorph, and we should. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so that's one. I think good for exhibits. Not sure about uh, and movie too. But, oh, uh, for military, movie? eh? No, no, no. For military, that's some psychological warfare shit. That's... Oh yeah, it's scaring the enemy and stuff like that. You just yeah. need to teach it how to speak like the local language of whatever uh, country we're. Uh, colonizing that day okay uh, i've got another idea for <laughs> i got another idea here and i i want i need to to set the scene okay okay i'm i'm in okay um they uh the the, the, <laughs> the 
the Indominus Rex is chasing the kids, and they jump up a waterfall, and now they're in a pool of water, right? Yep. Oh, boy. Uh, they, they surface on the other side, and they swim to it. It's a, it's a big lake. It's a huge lake. And the Indominus is on the other side of it, and they, they've made it safely away. The Indominus looks like he's turning away to leave, but then he turns back, and then he starts... <laughs> he throws his body back and starts flailing his arms... And builds up enough speed to start running across the water, like the green basilisk <laughs> lizard. Uh, <laughs> okay, it is too big to do that, but I love it. Like it would need, like it would basically need Adam. It would need, like, these enormous fucking Jakana feet to just, like... <laughs> yeah, I I had a feeling that wouldn't, wouldn't check out on the science end. No, like, I think the Basilisk Lizard, uh, I think the feet are slightly webbed, maybe, but I think the main point is that, uh, like, the way the scales are arranged uh, creates enough surface tension to support the weight for a short period of time. But I don't think you can do that with a whole dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's... Wait, I've got an idea. Hmm? Henry Wu. I know how to make this happen. Henry okay. Wu just installs. Installs? like Installs. <laughs> like hydraulics. A canola gland in the soles of the dinosaur's feet. <laughs> it's just, it just constantly leaking cooking oil. And it makes it easier to track. And it can walk on water because it's constantly floating. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, you could also solve this by just making it, like, fully amphibious. I like your thing better. <laughs> okay. Wait, why yeah. didn't the cuttlefish DNA do that? That's so much cooler. Yeah, or all the frog stuff they keep putting in it. <laughs> they keep putting frogs in this thing. Oh my god, you're right. This thing's chock-a-full of frogs. It's full of frogs. So, and yeah, no, it's... It, uh, our problem with the military purpose is that uh, it's <laughs> this land creature is a little tough to, to navigate, but amphibious makes it all of a sudden it can move through twice as many environments. Hmm. If only we, uh, if only there was oil underwater. Well, then hang maybe, on. Then maybe we could make use of that. F flipping over to the in to uh, the Indosaurus. I know we won't talk too much about it, but uh, th that laser pointer strategy. The Indoraptor. Indoraptor, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> um, here's, my... the, here's the thing about that I... name. Neither yeah. Indominus nor Indoraptor is occupied by a current uh, uh, genus in the animal kingdom, so that's all good. But Indominus means indomitable, and Indoraptor means Indian thief. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. Yeah, so uh, I guess... What I was thinking is that, um, yeah, it's stupid to point a gun with a laser on it at someone that you want to die. But what if it was like a uh, like there was a submarine that was like leaving, and the the dinosaur that you had was amphibious, like a, or a vehicle of some kind. I guess is what I'm getting at. Are you saying you want to ride the Indominus Rex into aquatic battle? I look, look. I, I went through my my fun super. I went through the superpowers that Colin Trevorrow didn't look up on on Google that an, that some animals possess. 
And I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, <laughs> the, the ability to travel across or through water uh, would definitely give this thing a, a leg up. Mm. I feel like you're going to transition into, like, and speaking of leg up, mi- millipedes. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of mobility, uh, there's a, a small little lizard that can be found all over the place, known as the gecko. Oh, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> Same <yeah>. problem. <laughs> yes. You, you don't think it's a it's a matter of a material? It's... You think it's a size thing? Well, there have actually been some very interesting uh, bio uh, biomimicry uh, engineering projects about uh, using the way that a gecko's toe pads uh, work to uh, create like a climbing thing that can actually hold a human or greater weight. Yeah, actually, I just explored one of that in one of my mechanical engineering courses. Hmm. Uh, not, not the actual application, but we we saw it similarly cited. Right. Yeah. Uh, Man, I mean, like, and all that technology in the intervening time since we've both graduated <laughs> college has really, you know, changed the world for the better. Everybody's climbing around on shit. It's great. Yeah, everyone's got slippers of spider climbing. Uh, but yeah, they, they get the. I, I was just thinking of, uh, and I don't know. Hmm. Well, uh, you'd have to really change. So a lot of these features involve changing the uh, Indominus Rex in a big way, right? If you truly wanted to make something that could not just run across water, but like something that was um, had this mobility of a gecko, it would have to be smaller, thinner, lighter, correct? Uh, Yes. More more streamlined than the than the big fat monster that we see on screen. I would well. Let's not let's not body shame the dinosaur whose body. The big out of shape, uh, a mistake. Okay, wow. <laughs> on the on the big screen. Okay. So I I don't think the point where you're getting this animal small enough to climb up buildings is is <laughs> much smaller than the threshold for it still being scary. Okay. Uh, I, I agree that uh, scariness will uh, overrule the, the but let's powers. let's us, let's us, let's look at this in universe where like all the dinosaurs are silly and they don't have feathers and like all that stuff. Well, I, I, I'm also it's starting to occur to me that there's not a lot of like skyscrapers in in uh, Isle Nublar. No, no, and like there are other climbing animals. I think like a uh, Indominus Rex like climbing up on the visitor center. And like pouncing on Star Lord from up in from like up two stories up, that's actually that's neat. Yeah, if it, if it could make that landing, that pounce landing. Ooh, that's good. Well, I think I'm just describing like a giant tiger, basically. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. The the powers of that. There's a couple more aquatic ones here that uh, are you know hometown favorites for me. Uh, the archer fish that you know. Oh yeah, no, nothing's more terrifying than spitting water at a bug. <laughs> Ma- yeah. imagine okay here's the scene like uh it's just like all these guys with guns are just walking down like a river somewhere and uh they're just like looking around for something and uh like one of them just like looks at a bug on a leaf and then just like oh my god it's here and then it dies because it's not immune to gunfire why was that a part of it henry <laughs> yeah why is it bulletproof 
Like, I understand that you're making a, a, a Hannibal dinosaur, a, a, as in a dinosaur that can be ridden across the Alps, like the elephants that Hannibal of Carthage uh, <laughs> made. Not like Hannibal, the much more popular intellectual property <laughs> about Hannibal Lecter. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I, there's a, speaking of, all right, spitting water, that's not scary. But hey, if we're throwing in dinos... If we're throwing in Jurassic Park dinos that uh, that have scary powers, oh, why don't we put some Dilophosaurus in there? Oh, hey, that's something. <laughs> like, like I, so all jokes aside, all all like dumb animal ideas aside, like I'm surprised they didn't do that, <laughs> right? That's completely fair. No, I was very happy to see my beloved son Spitty back on the big screen. Uh, <laughs> In a big, in a hologram type way, in uh, in Jurassic World one, Jurassic Park four. This <laughs> that, time it's Jurassic Park again. Yeah, th- th- that's that's really funny because it's it's almost like the Dilophosaurus like died, <laughs> and they used like leftover footage to recreate him. <laughs> <laughs> like that's usually how when someone appears as a hologram. I will say, despite the fact that that Dilophosaurus is like. Uh, way too small and it has a neck frill and it spits poison that is my favorite dinosaur in jurassic park yeah it, it's a fun one i love him he's my adorable son spitty uh, it's the only dinosaur that wins right you know it really is yeah he, he does exactly what he wants to do spitty. and he, he, he climbs into a car too <laughs> i meant we should make the we should make the irex we should make the Irex. Wait, hang on. D- doesn't Spitty die? No. He survives being locked in a jeep. I th- I th- I imagine he busts a window. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. Of all the things that we know they can do, dinos can do. Open doors is on the list. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's completely. <laughs> yeah, that's I. <laughs> I, I I'm sorry. I was talking as a host from 1992. <laughs> Ellie, they were smart. They were smarter than primates. They were like about as smart as a possum, according to regular <laughs> real velociraptors. Were like they've estimated the intelligence, like the brain to body encephalization quotient, to be like around that of a possum, which is pretty smart, but like chill. Yeah. Uh, I've got we've got two last powers here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one is uh, in this. All right, cooler than the archer fish is the pistol shrimp. Yes, this is where I was. I was going to point this out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, why you explain the pistol shrimp a little bit? Well, the pistol shrimp is uh, is half shrimp, half pistol, all cop, and <laughs> that's not true. The pistol shrimp is a good person, and uh, it can click its claw to a point where it actually creates enough sonic energy in such a small space to create a vacuum in the water. The force of that can create an implosion that actually makes like an audible sound and a flash of light. That's what I call thunder damage. Now that's what I call thunder damage volume six. Yeah. uh, And yeah, it it uses this uh, against its prey. It can also use this to break out of jars. If we're, I'm thinking like if, so, like, like we've been talking uh, amphibiousness, and going into the water. 
that'd be a, a perfect way for them to lose track of this dinosaur, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're on an island. It's surrounded by water. Uh, and, yeah, having to, tr- like, uh, all the difficulty they had fighting this thing on land. Imagine fighting in the in the water. Mm. And if it showed off powers similar to this, that'd be even scarier. Okay, right? I'm reading I'm reading the Wikipedia article now. When in colonies, mm-hmm. the snapping shrimp can interfere with sonar and underwater communication. The shrimp are a major source of noise in the ocean and can interfere with anti-submarine warfare. So, well, that that's perfect for all our applications, except for the first one. Uh, but yeah, the military would love that kind of creature. Yeah, as a zoo exhibit, I think it might be the worst choice uh ever <laughs> yeah that so it'd have to be in water and if it was it would be terrible zoo uh, visitors yeah. can't put up with black and white rough gleamers they can't put up with a, a pistol shrimp the size of a buick how big is a buick i don't whatever <laughs> it's like you know car sized checks out checks out i think you were the one who uh once said like if my wife uh, were murdered and the only thing I knew was the car that the guy drove, I I wouldn't be able to help. <laughs> I'd be like, it's uh, it's red, I think. Yep, that that is uh, very correct. Or uh, if it was this movie, if if he was murdered in the Jurassic World film, I'd be like, oh yeah, it's a Mercedes Benz. Oh yes, it's a pristine Mercedes Benz. It's a riding through the dirt jungle and in a perfect car, Mercedes Benz. Ride through the dirt jungle is perhaps my second favorite Alice Cooper album. I I have a last animal power here, and that is Back to Frogs. Ooh, yes, and uh, I I'm, I imagine you're you might be familiar with them, but the uh, I'm I'm I am riveted. And okay, I meant yeah, it exactly like that. All right. Proceed. Yeah. I, it's like the scene where like they, they cornered the Indominus Rex and, you know, we, we got mad because it just starts talking to raptors and then it's its friend then. But what if they cornered it and like, you know, oh man, he's got nothing left. We, we got this guy's number. And um, you see from his, his, uh, his lanky arms, um, <gasps> Wolverine claws emerge. <laughs> Uh, like the African hairy frog does. I love the African hairy frog. He's my favorite. He does all kinds of neat tricks, like break his own bones to make knives. Yeah, break break his own bones to make knives is and what has, happens. And he even has sideburns, like a little wolverine. <laughs> yeah, so the, he does this wolverine frog thing and like gets weapons. That, that could totally turn a scene or turn this tide of a battle. That's the cool... If that happened in the movie, people, well, the trick would be making it look more like the West African clawed frog than like Wolverine. People would still say it was a Wolverine thing, but if you just did Wolverine, then people would be like, okay. But if you made it like a thing, then people would be like, oh, oh, it's a... Yeah, uh, literally, it, so like the two strongest ideas here are the spitting venom and doing that thing which are are two well established uh like you know and already there i call them like low-hanging fruit when it comes to things that you're already working with here you're already working with frog dna and you're already shoving dinos together yeah yeah at what okay i think the thing that people are going to point out is the indominus rex already has regular claws it does not need (laughs) 
for any reason to grow shit out of its hands. That's 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 very true. But consider this: it would be rad. Yeah, that's a rule of cool, if you ask me. Like, even if it, it fought them this in the same way that it does, but it, like, you know, you see it gr- protract its claws. Consider this, it would be rad and rule. Yeah. Or or maybe, like, the, the army, uh, let me put it this way, the army, they're, like, suit up in, <laughs> they're wearing, like, bulletproof vests and stuff when they go to fight him. But they're, like, if they <laughs> truly have armor that can, like, withstand the caliber of the Indominus's claws. A bulletproof vest? Like, is he gonna shoot them? <laughs> if it's a pistol strip, it might. Oh yeah. Well, this was one of my uh, one of my ideas for uh, what to uh, to mix the Indominus Rex with uh, in order to make it a, a better military application, and that is uh, a gun. <laughs> half dinosaur, half gun. Gunosaurus just running around. Gunosaurus running wild. Well, you really, really shot down my archer fish idea. <laughs> to give him a gun. How about gunfish? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's the modern version. The new... Oh, new man, the military is going to... Like, at some point, some military contractor has, like, dreamt of just, like, taking one of those rainbow reef fish and putting, like, a gat on the front of it, right? Yeah. So, so if if you uh, honestly, uh, the the part where I get come around to the dino human hybrid is when like okay, if you're using dinosaurs to like make super soldiers. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, because then if you're like, sure they they'll look all like dino-y and have scales and stuff like that, but they'll like they'll have a bunch of dino powers and weapons, like natural weapons and things like that. That I, I that's that's a, I, that's awesome and I, I, think, I love that. Adam I think you just accidentally turned the Indominus Rex into the Power Rangers. <laughs> well, I'm not saying do that for the we have to keep our big monstrous boy here, but for that military story that they're they're trying to tell, it'd be better if this was not a an animal exhibit. It was a science lab. I also think that that's not necessary. I don't think making a soldier kind of like a dinosaur helps anything at all. <laughs> I actually think you're just doing it. I think that's a real post hoc kind of thinking right there. Well, yeah, I I guess maybe not like a like a war soldier. I'm thinking more like one of those like a, like, like, a su- like a Suicide Squad thing. Okay, now it's Killer Croc. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Guns ruin everything. Guns really do ruin everything, and that's that's why I'd like to introduce a new generation of warfare. That's right. It's Monster Rehab. Oh. It's Monster Rehab, but it's really just me doing exactly what you did, except I'm doing it now. (laughs) Okay, please, uh, go on. Okay, so, I'm gonna list a couple of animals for you. Okay. Tiger. And the Indominus Rex is the base, you understand. Okay, so yes, ti- yeah. Tiger. So he's got, like, stripes, and he's got, like, fangs. I was thinking... And he's got those, those ears that, like, kind of, like, look like they're, they're regular ears. I was thinking, like, four legs. Oh. Mostly, mostly that, but, like, kind of the tiger's just kind of instincts and, like, the prowling kind of, like, animations that you would put into the model. You know what? You're, you're absolutely right. I, m- movement-wise... The the T Rex's movement's not scary. Uh, no, right? it's not. No, and I it's, think it's, it's less, very goofy. 
I think it's less scary than the actual animal was. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, you're absolutely right. If this thing was, like, prowling around on all four legs, it would be scarier. Yeah, okay. Now I'm not done. Pistol shrimp in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean by that. Like, like, like firing lasers out of its mouth. <laughs> yeah, how good. I, 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 so I think that the Downus Rex does the job right. Imagine if it could do a, a fireball, though. Yeah, if it could make a fireball, that'd be pretty scary. Okay, I'm not done. Pangolin armor. Oh, I, I love that. Yeah. And also, it has coronavirus. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't mean to do it this exact way, but speaking of coronavirus, bat wings. Hmm. Uh, I, I was uh, considering adding wings. It's a bit of a stretch. Uh, well, and... not yet. It's not. Wait until I give it wings. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, hang up. I think the, I think the, uh, the wings have to be fairly large to support its weight. Yeah, I'll make it fairly large. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Solve that. <laughs> It'd That's be mostly all... wings, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. But, like, how good? Uh, it, it seems a little... I guess it depends on how well the wings fold up. And also, like, dinosaurs have hollow bones. You know, I'll just make the bones extra hollow, but I'll, that's what the pangolin scales are for. Wait, that defeats the purpose of making the bones hollow. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the pangolin scales might be working against you weight-wise. Never mind. Just just uh, go go forward. Don't go back. Okay. And uh, lastly, I want to put some human intelligence in there, just, you know, for funsies. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't I'm a mad think... scientist. I'm contractually obligated to do that part. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything that the Indominus... So, in the movie proper, if if the Indominus Rex had human DNA, what what, how, what would have been different? I think it wouldn't. I think it would have just been a better twist that's more shocking. Yeah, it was just it was, it was just as smart. Uh, he, you know, outsmarted people. He snuck up on people. There's no... I don't, I don't know what's, what's special about... <laughs> Yeah, I I understand how humans are great, but it's a lot of like you know, I don't know, uh, raising up until and the movie education. Up until the movie was released, people were talking about how the hands were like a dead giveaway that there was human DNA in the thing. Hmm. Oh yeah, so I, I kind of that you would give it human DNA so it can like use tools like a gun. Uh yeah, but that might be different from this other thing I'm going here with the tiger, uh, pistol shrimp, pangolin, bat, dinosaur Correct. thing. You're upping its IQ score, right? Yes. Yeah. The the last uh, piece of this is uh, me riding on top of it and laying waste to Westeros. <laughs> what I've yeah, done is I've made a dragon. You're welcome. <laughs> um. So you get the human intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. And the bat wings. Okay. Uh. Yeah. That, that's a dragon. It's a dragon. I made. I have made a dragon, and I will. I mean, I'm not going to dispute that. It would have been a better movie. It would have been like better exhibits, and it would have been a better uh, a military purpose, and a better finale to Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, if if, if Doctor Wu appears, oh man, out out like artificer like Doctor Wu. Oh, that's good. <laughs> would that be? He's got like the maester robes on. <laughs> He's got the chain. But he still has like the black turtleneck underneath. Yeah, of course he has the evil turtleneck. 
I gotta get an evil turtle deck. I would be. It, uh, uh, so I, there was a. It was. It came from laziness, but there was a period in, in college where I would wear like a like just like a a black like Under Armour like shirt, and I I really felt like I had like a villain thing going on, and it was neat. Oh, I started a. I briefly started a vil, a villain club in college, <laughs> where we were uh, where we just decided that we were super villains. Because we were like, what is the difference between us and supervillains is we don't call ourselves that. Let's just fix that. And uh, there were people that were actually starting to take it seriously, so I left. And I'm not saying that I accidentally created uh, the coronavirus, <laughs> but I might have inspired some bright young minds. Yeah, that's, uh, that, <laughs> that's a... We'll explore that in episode 46 of the podcast. Whoops. In case you're you're wondering when that that seed's gonna pay off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I'm with that checkoff gun. Is it gonna be fired? We're gonna be interrupted by some kind of like terrorist cell. What you've done is you've wiggled your fingers in a magical manner and actually cursed me to remember that, so that in episode forty six I will just bring that joke back. Yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna mind. I don't think like people were, that were ready for Rapunzel to be episode forty six. Or whatever are gonna be upset. <laughs> I think Rapunzel counts as a monster. I, I I do not. I pulled like a fable on my head, and I'm like, odds are it has a monster in it. Of all like the standard fairy tale princesses, I think the one with the crazy, inhumanly long hair. I think that might kind of count. Uh, but uh, we're getting off topic here. I, I yeah. yeah, your your dragon uh, works out pretty well. That's a that's a great. Uh, Yes, I, I'm, I, I'm all for it. I had several other ideas. Uh, okay. Uh, well, the, first off, I can't stop thinking about this elephant centipede. Uh, <laughs> it's got a bunch of legs, and it's, like, big, and the tusks are the pinchers. That's just neat. Like, there's yeah. a scene in Jurassic World where, like, uh, where, uh, like, uh, they go behind the scenes at Henry Wu's lab, and there's all these, like, small, weird genetic animals, including my uh, new son, Finn Newt, who is also good. <laughs> And uh, it's a newt with a fin, and he is my new son. Uh, but I want to see a movie about that. I want to see a movie about genetic engineering gone amok, not dinosaur zoo. Yeah, it, unfortunately, it kind of pays the in two in two ways. It pays the bills. It's like it, no one else is selling what the Jurassic series is selling, and giant dinos on the big screen. That's why the movies are allowed to be as dumb as they they be, have become. Yeah, yeah, and also like. That's not because dinosaurs are copyrighted. It's just because anyone doing that would think, oh, it's like a Jurassic Park thing. I, I also think that it's uh, hard for a new prop, new company or property to realize dinos. And as they have, all, oh, they already have all the models. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like they, uh, you know, they've done all the legwork and they have all the like years of IP. So if uh, instead of universal, if like, you know. Uh, Disney made a dino series. They've had dinos projects, for sure. My last idea, okay, was to uh, Disney's dinosaur from the year two thousand. Yep, I know that one. They made a whole Dino Land USA about it. Okay, they were gonna make they were gonna make like this awesome fantasy section of Disney's Animal Kingdom, and then some idiot decided, you know what, you know what movie's gonna come out soon is dinosaur we should dedicate a whole third of our theme park to dinosaur this is gonna pay off guys we're gonna make it like a kitschy 50s roadside carnival piece of bullshit 
right next to these awesome, immersive African and Asian environments. And then a couple years later, we'll do the same thing with Avatar. <laughs> Pretty much. Anyway, my idea. Take, a, yeah, okay. take the Indominus Rex. Give it just a little bit of human DNA. <laughs> As per the formula. Yep. A little and, human. And then a little more. And then a little more. And what I'm eventually going to describe to you is a dude. It's just a guy. Well, it's a girl, actually, because Indominus Rex is, uh, it starts out as female. Okay. So, it's just, she's How just is it? there. <laughs> it's just a person. But technically, they're a dinosaur, and her name will be Theseia. Okay. So, I, I, I believe this happened in, in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. No, it didn't, because they just cloned a person. Okay. And what I'm doing is I am taking human DNA and putting it into a dinosaur so much that it ceases to be a dinosaur with human DNA. <laughs> it becomes... All right, so I, I think this will be pretty neutral for the military. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about how the, where the, what the movie is. Uh, well, I mean, they did have that really weird take. They had that weird take in Fallen Kingdom of, like... Well, she is not who you think she is. She's a clone, so she doesn't deserve rights. And it's like, that's not a law. <laughs> She's still a person. Like, yeah, no, right. one's, no one's arguing the ethics of clones. People are arguing the ethics of human cloning, but not human clones. Like, once the clones already, like... Yeah. Oh, they, they made a better argument for that about dinosaurs in the movie. <laughs> that said, like, we already made them, so now they're in trouble. Right? Yeah. And also yeah. the ending of that movie makes no sense at all because it's like, oh, the dinosaurs are like me, so I'm going to free them. No, they're not. You're a person. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why is yeah, no one we, stopping her? We, we've we talked about two of the biggest flaws of, of Fallen Kingdom so far, but I, I, I'm, I'm curious how this is going to be a good exhibit. Oh, well, I mean... Oh boy, there's a dark... I, I, I think this is the world's worst exhibit. Putting people in zoos is <laughs> an incredibly dark period of zoo history that people don't often talk about, but it was a thing that people did. Like, putting oh. a, a lot of, like, oh, here's the hippos, and here's the gorillas, and here's the people from Africa. Okay. Who? Yep. Yeah. No, dark, that's a... dark zoo chapter dark zoo history my new podcast <laughs> yeah i i do not want to uh go too far into that nope. and i i think that this is this fails on that account no but i think in terms of monster rehab mm -hmm. i think we can just put her into society then and like oh yeah she could just be a person that's fine she can just be a person that's fine and like maybe maybe she has like some cool dinosaur eyes or something what I'm saying is I want to give her, like, just one cool dinosaur trait. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Why bother if you just made up a, a whole human again with a little di dino, like, it, little dino juice inside? Little dino juice. Uh, you know what? I think we could all stand to have a little dino juice in us. I'm going to create a virus <laughs> that injects dinosaur DNA into humans. <laughs> and if that's not the plot for Jurassic Park 6... Then just then just somebody tell Colin that he's done a bad job. 
call Colin. Colin, uh, Colin, I'll, my new I'll, podcast. I'll call him Trevaro. Oi, Trev, listen. Dino virus. Oh, wait, he can't make a dino virus movie after coronavirus. <laughs> wait, wait, you you weren't playing to that bit? No. <laughs> you... Yeah, yes. No, the viruses are a hot topic right now. You know what? I completely forgot about that part. Uh, my... Must have slipped so... my mind. I'm kind of a mad scientist. It's kind of my vi- my vibe and my jam. My VAM. I created a new genetic hybrid. It's called VAM. You're not going with jive, then. No, that's already a different word. I'm not crazy. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making uh... a dinosaur virus. Uh, I think we, it's time that we take the Indomus Rex to its uh, final rating place. The final rating place. that Where we put we put this monster to bed. Yeah. That segment yeah. name's only a pun sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I uh, So the Indominus Rex, in my book, uh, is uh, 100% a, uh, like a 5 out of 10. That was a confusing like, way to say that. <laughs> uh, 100% of the time, it's 50% good. 60% of the time, it works every time. Yep. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to say that it is uh, 65 million years in the making out of 100 million years in the making total. <laughs> All right. I think that... Uh, where, where do you rate your, your final Indominus Rex? Uh, the person. Oh well, ten out of ten. She's uh, she's she's great. <laughs> she's an A plus. We're best friends. <laughs> Decia. Yeah, yeah, no, she's she's a, she's a delight. I think I made a daughter. I think I accidentally made a daughter. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds like what happened. Uh, really quick before we end here. No, no, never mind. I was gonna say who who'd win in a fight? <laughs> Your Indominus Rex or my Indominus Rex? Hmm. Well, okay, I'm talking about the dragon one. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> oh, wait, she rides the... The the daughter rides the <laughs> dragon. Okay, I see how this is. Or did okay, I create... So I, did I accidentally create, like, a princess castle type situation? I think you did. Huh. It all goes back well, to Rapunzel, the greatest I mean, monster if, of all. <laughs> if you get two, I get two. So there's two knife-wielding uh, uh, spit venomers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, vote now on your phones, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'll put up a, I'll put up a poll on Twitter when this goes up. You know what we didn't talk about was color at all, but that's because uh, fossils don't preserve uh, color very often. Sometimes yeah, they do, I, which is neat, I, but not always. You know, it's cooler than all whites. Anything. Yeah. Okay. So I'll make them like you know, I'll give them zebra stripes. Uh, well, the uh the daughter is just gonna be like a person, and she can. She, <laughs> She, oh yeah, I... <laughs> she'll just have like human colors, I guess. Like just kind of a ge- just kind of a you're generic really... shade of like pinkish, brownish, whatever. Yeah, you really walked yourself into that one. Yeah, no, I I, I think I walked out, and like, uh, and she maybe has dinosaur eyes. I'm not sure about that part. And then the uh, dragon one will be green because that is the only valid dragon color. Okay, awesome. So uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. Uh, tune in next time. When we uh, leave this world once and for all. That seems extreme. Yeah, neither of those are gonna, things are going to happen. Thank you, Rex, Rex, thank you. Rex, Rex, thank you. Rex, I'm so fucking grateful for nothing. Mm-hmm.